buddy, but excuse me, lady, but you're fooling, ain't you? Where can I be? This ain't America, is it? Oh, Lord, where can I be? This ain't America, is it? No, this ain't America. You can't fool me. Yo. I found it <coughs> to uh, start the episode with. Uh, found what? A song? Yeah, a different song. Um, I had forgotten about uh, Mother Van Peebles' music. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy who did a. Oh, shit. Sweet yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's that? Sweet Sweet Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he did, a, he did music too. and um, I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, there was this documentary about him. He has a weird fucking life, man. I mean, he made a sweet, sweet back. Well, he, first he made a film in France, like a love story. He wrote a book, and then if you wrote it, if you were like were an author, you could get film option rights to it in France. Mm-hmm. So he wrote a book about like a black officer and a white girl, uh, not officer, like a like army person parts, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um. And so he made that and just like learned everything, learned the ropes from the DP. And then he made a sweet, sweet back with like funding from like Bill Cosby and shit. <laughs> like, well, that's right. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And, uh, and, um, yeah, he was also making music. And, uh, in the movie, they talked to, um, very old, uh, Gil Scott Heron, who cites him as an influence. <laughs> who cites more, more people's as an influence? Yeah, his music has an influence on him. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh and then later in life, uh he became a stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he started like trading stocks on Wall Street. Like he taught himself how to do it. He's like he was like down in Wall Street, like in uh-huh. the building trading stocks. Wow. Yeah. That's and, fucking weird. Yeah, and um, he he had this great anecdote in it about how um, one day he saw this guy selling a watermelon, uh, uh, like uh, air freshener spray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he bought some, and he said whenever white people would come to his office down at Wall Street, he would spray it around the I, office. <laughs> I, I did hear. I think you told me that before. Oh, oh yeah. baby, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love that story. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah. It reminds me of like Punny Swope or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Robert Downey Sr. actually dubbed the voice for the guy in Putney yeah. Swope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, how I feel about that. It's so weird. I yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's uh it's not something that I I, I definitely wouldn't feel comfortable with that now. Oh, absolutely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> that <voice. laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, so I found um he has this great song. Uh uh, love that's America. Hi. Hey, talking hey. about Mother Van Peebles, and uh, just has lyrics like, uh, "Oh, this here's the land of the sniper, not the home of the brave." Oh, say can't you smell, or are you too smug to see? Greed done, pulled the plug. Your democracy's defrosting. Something's gone rotten. Smells like justice and liberty. Nah, this ain't America. You can't fool me. <laughs> nice. No. Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, uh, that Mr. Show bit. That's <laughs> just I was no, we watching. Just, watch. <laughs> just, I mean, man, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, shit on me, nah, bitch. I shit on you. Yeah, I ever watch. I was watching that the other day when I said to you guys, I was uh, thinking like, I actually uh, agree with more listener member. I remember just laughing at this more the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. <laughs> how does it? I I don't remember how it ends later. It's, it's like a uh, he sues. He has a lawsuit saying that like it, it gives him constipation, right? Yeah, he sues the flag. Yeah, he's yeah, that's right. That's right. I had me watch the new the new season of the kids in the hall. Um and like how is it? Well, within the first episode, you fully see Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald's dick. Like all really? The yeah. Those would not be the ones whose dicks I would expect to see. Really? <laughs> Kevin McDonald, Kevin Mc- definitely not Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Um, 
Dave Foley feels like he's kind of desperate. It was it was hit or miss. My favorite, um, I thought some were really funny, some were kind of slow. Like probably my favorite one was like this bit, this little bit they had, this ongoing bit they had in the kitchen. I don't know. They made lots of callbacks too. <laughs> but like they're old and they're not like a, like I feel like in other countries actors are allowed to just like age, like in Canada for instance, but. Whereas, like, in America, you have Tom Cruise, who's, like, 60 and, like, doing, like, crazy fucking, um, stunts. like, stunts and shit. Somebody, yeah. sh- like, showed a picture of, like, Sean Connery at 60 versus, like, Tom Cruise at 60, and it was, like, insane. It was, yeah. like, like, it was, like, Sean Connery has always looked like he's in his 70s, and Tom Cruise <laughs> looks like he's in his 40s. I mean, not when you see him like on a talk show though like i remember back when john stewart was still hosting the daily show and tom cruise came on for the last time like he just looked like a wax fucking scarecrow like his hair looked fake his teeth looked fake his skin just looked like it was melting like yeah he's just not he doesn't look and also in that movie some celebrities get better plastic surgery than others and i don't know like why the ones are getting the bad kind like why their agents or whatever are letting them get it when like like the kardashians or whoever like they get like prime plastic surgery i don't they look so weird though like the newest sure that picture of uh kim kardashian on the beast at beach after she got the lipo like she she looks like one of those human Barbie doll people now. You're right. Their figures look crazy, but yeah. like their face, like the older the mom one, Chris Jenner, like her face pr- looks pretty good for yeah. like I don't know how old they are. Yeah, I don't. She must be sixty something by now. It's just there's a clear convergence of like who has bad plastic surgery versus who has good plastic surgery in Hollywood, and it's not by like wealth or whatever. Like I've seen really rich ones that look bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I've 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 wondered that too. Because like some, I mean, I think a lot of people just get like taste. Probably just it. your yeah. face, and like no matter how much money you have, like you can't like Michael Jackson probably had the the best plastic surgeons that money can buy, and like his shit got fucked up too. Yeah. Testing. Does anyone? Can anyone hear me at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was giving me some weird message saying my bandwidth was too low. Oh. Uh, Hold on a minute. Maybe if I get rid of that, let me get rid of the Facebook thing. Maybe that's fucking it up. Okay. Okay. So, Laura, well, I guess Brandon has said he wanted dibs on the big question. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Before we start, (laughs) let me run to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) Sure. That's That's what I was doing before. That's why it took so long. Also, my and then no, I did that, but then also my computer keeps restarting randomly, like (laughs) blue screen of death. This this uh laptop used to be Ty's, and it's older than um our relationship. So, (laughs) well, you guys, how are you guys feeling? Right. oh yeah like i'm still testing positive ty coughs a lot in the morning and uh, so like not to make light of a shitty situation but like his grandma is like in the hospital right now and she's like a hundred and she's probably not gonna make it and uh, like he can't go to the hospital because he keeps like testing. oh that sucks so like he's trying to like run like he's trying to like test negative so he can go see his grandma probably how do you try to test negative i don't know like he does it just like not just like I don't know like he's having no symptoms and so oh, he wakes up. I thought he'd be like like trying to sweat it out or something. Yeah, or like drinking doing, tons yeah. of water and taking niacin. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he he got an asthma inhaler from his doctor. My doctor was like, "You're fucking like get over it." His doctor got gave him like cough suppressant little pills. Like they're called benzo something, but they're not fun benzo they're like why why, what's wrong with your doctor and my oh well first of all he's dad well right i i had to get into the doctor like like june 30 30th because i like don't have insurance health insurance right now because i lost my job oh right and so i have insurance that's like coming in that i paid for but i don't have the actual cards for it yet so like i basically don't have insurance right now and neither do my kids so that's cool the fucking indignity yeah. yeah i hate this country yeah god don't even get me started on the medical shit in this country mm-hmm. well i mean uh we're going to right i mean <laughs> <laughs> sort of, 
I think uh, Brandon called dibs on the big question for tonight. Say the question. Um, what was the question? Oh yeah, uh, what's it like being a uh, was trans lesbian noise artist in Indiana? Is that oh, right? it's fucking excellent, dude. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> this counts, and I get the red carpet rollout. You know, it's a fucking. <laughs> they, they they got the they got a noise artist discounts over there too. Finally. Finally, <laughs> they've caught up with the rest of the country. Yeah, show them, you know, proof of purchase and all your Mazana CDs and shit. <laughs> there you go. Ah, so, hell. Honestly, so, I tend yeah. to just blend into the fucking community. I don't stick out too much. Shit, honestly, I used to stick out more when I used to, when I wasn't, when I was in the closet. Man, really? like fucking death metal and grindcore shirts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now I look so damn boring. I don't know if I pays any attention. There was only one fucking... Let me adjust that. My angle's bugging me. There was only one fucking time since I uh, went living full-time, which was December 1st, Monday, December 1st, 08. It was about 3.30 in the afternoon. I'm not kidding either. <laughs> Why do you know this? <laughs> I had to go to court for my oh, name. Really? Uh, hearing, yeah. I was in and out. Oh, like, okay. I was in and out like, like 10 minutes. That's awesome. And there's a little story about that too, which is really funny because I was so fucking excited to be doing this. Yeah. I, my hearing was like at one thirty or one thirty at three fifteen. I hopped on the bus at one thirty, got down there about two o'clock and I just sat out in the hallway just waiting. And I ended up being the last case. There was all these people sitting oh outside and I was the last case and the bailiff, she walks outside. She looks one way, looks another because my birth name's on the papers. Mm-hmm. Then she went back in. <laughs> she went back inside. And I'm just sitting there giggling like crazy because I'm like, I know exactly what's happening here. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so she popped her head back out. And again, she says, are you uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she, well, you come on in. And so, yeah, so I went in there in and out 10 minutes and it was fucking awesome. Of course, the next, you know, four months were a massive pain in the ass because I went through this whole process by myself. I didn't hire a lawyer. Oh, really? Uh, to hire a lawyer, it was going to cost me 1800 fucking bucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I get, I'm like, $1,800? That's going to push this whole thing back by a year. Screw that. Yeah. Because it would take long to save the money. And so I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to do it myself and stumble through it. And <laughs> I remember when I went and got the papers filed at the courthouse. I remember the date on that too. Yeah. September 6th of um, 08. And uh, I was asking the chick, you know, well, where do I sign this? And where do I, what do I do here? And she's like, I can't give you legal advice. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's legal I'm not asking yeah. for any shit. And I just kept bugging her and bugging her. And bugging her. Until finally, she stands up. She just really pissed off scowl on her face. She takes me over to a table. There was it was a packet of six papers. She takes three in one hand, three in another, rips it in half, you know, and slams one down. Says, "You don't do these. You do these." And I just looked at her and said, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> How hard was that? Exactly. Like, bitch, yeah. I'm not for this. Come on, give me a break. God damn it. Uh, my cousin had his name. He was trans also, and he had it, but he was in Connecticut, so there's like no problem. Like, like he, I don't even know if he had to pay more than like twenty five dollars as a fee to get it changed on his license or anything. <laughs> yeah, like, like, bucks. Yeah, and um, but I I knew a writer online. I don't and. Uh, she had to like have her name published multiple yeah, like I have that something done. some crazy right, law I've where you're like it that. has to be in print that your name is not this anymore for us to like consider it legal newspaper yeah is that like an anti-fraud thing so you're not like there's a public record it has nothing to do with being trans it, it's be the same thing if you're getting married because then yeah. that way you don't have you can't avoid creditors so do you uh-huh. just so like do you put a notice because I've had my like Jennifer's like I've married so I've had like Jennifer's marrying Daniel Martin da 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 but so like do you have like a trans notice like this person is transitioning like what do they do 
I mean, oh, it yeah. just says this person is changing their name from this to this. Oh, okay. And see, the funny thing about that is that's actually how my dad found out about this whole goddamn thing. Oh, God, really? I don't care. Hey, Brittany, what hey. was that? Oh, that was Boris. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got distracted by the cat. Kitty. Right. Um, <laughs> Very attractive. Well, actually, the, the name change thing, that's how uh, my mom ended up coming out to my dad for me because I didn't give a fuck. Because mm-hmm. she's like, well, what are you going to say to your dad? I'm like, I ain't going to say a fucking thing. He can find out when he reads in a paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I knew from previous conversations back when he and we, when he and I used to have somewhat of a relationship, he would read literally every inch of the paper before he started his work day. You know, he just sit there and chill with a cup of coffee. You know, yeah. just relax. And I'm like, yeah. So I knew that he would read those announcements. <laughs> and my mom's like, well, that's not really a good way for him to find out. I said, I don't give a fuck one way or the other. I said, because our relationship is going to be fucking toast and it won't make any difference. And she's like, oh, you're being negative, but I'm not. Because here it is all these years later, it went from a situation where, and I don't give a fuck about saying anything that I'm saying on this thing tonight, because Mm -hmm. there's not a goddamn thing that I'm not going to say tonight that everybody else doesn't already fucking know. That's how I, man, that's how I live my life. My parents found out I was polyamorous. My parents found out I was polyamorous on Twitter. You know how, like, like sh- you know what shit that is? And that, like, now I have my whole family blocked on Twitter, but it doesn't matter because I'm already, like, out and open. That's pretty much just to, like, save my parents from, like, embarrassing shit posts, not, like, anything about my yeah. private life. They already know everything now. And this podcast. My dad is so goddamn technologically illiterate. He. <laughs> My parents are the opposite. My fucking parents, my dad is on TikTok like more than me. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, my, my parent, my mom has like, my dad has like, has more followers on Twitter than me. And my mom has, is like a country oh. music freelancer in Nashville in her spare time. So she has like, like occasionally I'll just see her post shit on Instagram and like these country music like not a plus but like b my c minus country music stars are like thanks they loved your piece (laughs) and i'm like god oh i just said my mom's name on the screen sorry mom my dad is fucking he's ancient i mean i mean for fuck's sake i remember when i was over at my mom's house on the fourth of july and she's got one of those you know i don't know if you're jennifer i don't know if you're familiar with the term the she shed have you heard of this before? <laughs> yeah, like the opposite of the man cave. They sell those at, they sell those at the Home Depot. The webcam. Yeah, they're actually labeled she sheds. What the hell was that? Where you sell your seashells, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was just weird. All of a sudden, the, the, the main picture changed for a second. There was like a... Oh, my oh, webcam. I, my, I bent my webcam's USB port like three seconds before I started this. So, <laughs> yeah. Who drew that caricature of you? Oh, I don't even up. remember. It was like from that job that I no longer have. There was like this guy who was the QA guy at my work, but also he did caricatures on the side. Hmm. So I've been keeping it like at, it's on my Discord and it's on my Gmail and it's on like my Zoom default image in case like I don't know why I would be concerned like, oh, like you maybe somebody would see my real face because like you can literally Google my name and find out everything so (laughs) but no I just thought it was really cute and like I don't know it just seemed like well one day I'll get old and maybe this photo this like caricature will still seem timely maybe I'll change it yeah nothing um resist aging like caricatures (laughs) (laughs) um but uh Laura, something I have noticed over the years is your mom does seem like incredibly supportive of you. Like she was like catering your noise festival and stuff. <laughs> like what? Oh. That's dope. When I did the shows at Indianapolis when we uh went to the fifth quarter lounge, she even yeah. brought food for the bands then. Man, <laughs> I, I was like support- that's fucking dank. I never got I'll fed support- nothing when I played shows. <laughs> I support my kids through gender and sexual identities, whatever. I don't know about noise and music. Well, uh, <laughs> we, well, we'll get into this. Um, yeah. Oh, it, is it a? It wasn't always like the. <laughs> no, God, no, 
music no. freak your parents out? Oh, my mom fucking hated it. She, <laughs> my dad didn't mind unless he was drunk, and then his attitude would flip. What'd your mom think it was like satanic or something? No, 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 no. None of my parents are religious. I mean, just, just like antisocial and creepy, or they just well, they. I'll like, put it, uh, Columbine. Let's. I'm going to start with the gender thing because it kind of ties into that, actually. Sure, sure, sure. So basically, you know, from the moment I was like fucking four years old, I was like, something's wrong. Hmm. You know, I couldn't tell you what it was, but I knew how I fucking felt. And like the, <laughs> the first indication to my parents was this was right before my fifth birthday and my mom goes so what do you want for your birthday and without me missing a beat i said i want a purse she looks at me and goes but you're a boy boys have purses and i looked at her and went what (laughs) i knew what she meant but i also knew how i felt and so from that point on up until right before i was 13 i was getting in trouble all the time for having her stuff in my room, especially when I got a little older, mm-hmm. when I was like, say, eight to 12. And like accessories and makeup and stuff. Or- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, once I was about uh, about 10, that's when I started trying on her clothes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, and she would find out, obviously, because she's like, I didn't wear this or I'd hang shit up wrong. And <laughs> I would just I would panic because I'm like, oh, that's the kid problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the classic kid problems. Yeah, just, my, we're never I'm, as slick as we have to wear. No, slick. I know my kids have gotten into anything. They're like, they think they're slick. They're never, you're never mm. slick as a kid as you think you are. Oh, I, I leave everything sticky. Oh, like, what? <laughs> But then we had a conversation, me and my mom did in 89. I'll never forget this. And she straight up asked me, you know, the $64,000 question. She said, are you fucking kidding me? I this goddamn thing, hoping it would stop doing this. Okay. I'm just going to keep moving it up. Fuck it. Just ignore no. it. Yeah. Just like every, uh, like punk show, whatever mother Mike's. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. I never have this problem though, but then again, this is the first time I've used it in a bit. Well, I'm not well like this. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> stupid mic stand. I'll cut off some um, of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always have to edit when I'm on here. <laughs> um, so we had that conversation in '89. After yet again, she found clothes, and plus, you know, I had the one little dog, and I would always dress it up in different clothes and shit. And um, she you dressed the like, dog up in the clothes too. Oh yeah, oh, in yeah. your mom's clothes. No. Oh. It was, oh. We had um, there was a sister of my mom's that lived with us. She was her youngest sibling. She was like five years older than me, so mm-hmm. I think she was like sixteen or seventeen. And there's a whole other bunch of shit I could add in with her too, but I don't want to make. I'm, try, I'm trying to keep sure. this condensed. I'm trying not to ramble, Rob. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm I trying, saw, but I'm trying. That's about 30 hours of all those videos I uploaded for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're just filming so, you around Indiana. Mm-hmm. So she straight up asked me, you know, do you want to live your life as a girl? And in my head, I'm just screaming, yes. But I knew that I could say yes. Because I'm like, dude, my dad's going to trip. I'm surprised you know? she had like that you guys. I mean, what what was like the culture like then because like, i don't really remember ever i mean i was born in 88 but like i don't really remember hearing about that's when it. i was born yeah i remember hearing like about people that get surgery and stuff but i never really heard much about unless like except for like alerted things like the i didn't hear about shit i grew up in the fucking rural christian <laughs> south i didn't even i don't even think i met a gay person until i was in high school like much less a trans person Right. No, I didn't meet a trans person until probably Laura, actually. Um, but, uh, but, uh, no, yeah. I mean, like, what I like, what was, uh, Ace Ventura was like, what, like 92 or something? Yeah. I hate Jim Carrey anyway, but that movie just. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate Jim. I hate Jim Carrey. I hate everything about him. Yeah, but fuck Jim Carrey. Time <laughs> and I was like, and when it got to that plot point, I'm like, just sitting there gritting my fucking teeth, and everybody's laughing, and I'm just like. I just wanted to yank the fucking tape out of the VCR and smash it with a fucking ball bat, but we're renting it, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, it goes on forever too. Like I, I had totally forgotten about that. I just watched it uh, back around Thanksgiving and was just mortified. I'm not even sure what part you're talking about. I don't remember. Is this was, like the first Ace Ventura? Yeah. The Laces Out Dan one. What? I don't know. Like the the one with the the dolphin, right? Yeah, yeah. The twist ending oh, is uh, that has cannibal corpse in it right too they're in it too but yeah know that there's a twist ending that this woman cop is actually a trans woman and yeah everybody starts throwing up for three straight minutes i don't remember that at all i do that's sitting there watching it they're all laughing and i'm just i I hate like i said i hate jim carrey anyway because that's when in living color was on and i hated that fucking show (laughs) (laughs) god fuck this and i'm just like and it was funny too because i mean not to get on this too much but i remember when i noticed that hey that's actually cannibal corpse because at first i saw chris bar i didn't realize it was chris barnes and i just saw him wearing a cannibal corpse shirt and i'm like that fucking loser's wearing a cannibal corpse shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's chris Barnes. oh my god this is cannibal corpse man fuck these fags why didn't they just <laughs> fuck cannibal corpse i hate cannibal corpse i always did yeah <laughs> Oh man. But um so but your mom like when she approached you in 89 she was approaching it like sympathetically like and you guys had the language to talk about and stuff. What her angle was because I mean she she freaked out about it all. My dad mm-hmm. didn't my dad wasn't approving but he didn't give a fuck just because my dad's a douche and doesn't give a shit about anything cuz he's a drunk. Sure. But I was just like, I just felt fucked. I was like, and, you know, to move on from that, because, I mean, the way, you know, I could tell the way she was reacting and I'm like, fuck. And then there was a few days I remember being in my room and I'd hear her in the living room crying over this. And I'm just like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, fuck it, then maybe I shouldn't exist. Maybe I don't need to be here. And that's when I had my first batch of suicidal thoughts. And I was like, fuck. And because I remember, you know, my dad had a shotgun because he liked to deer hunt. And I knew where his gun was. I knew where his ammo was. And I'm like, I knew I had a 45 minute to 60 minute window from when I got home that I could write a note, blow my head all over the wall and be like, fuck it, I'm done. That's an elaborate plan. (laughs) Yeah. At that age. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like I'm just saying, like, I can tell you weren't fucking around. Like, you, like, that's what they always say. Like, do you have a plan? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I remember being eight years old and standing in the corner crying my eyes out while everybody was singing happy birthday to you. And my mom's like, why are you so upset? Well, I couldn't tell her why. I don't even remember what I said. But the reason why was I'm like, oh, my God, I'm growing up. I'm getting older. You know, I saw the older you know, grade school kids. I saw the middle school kids, the high school kids. I saw where my future was heading. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to turn into this. <laughs> and then, you know, by the time I was approaching 13, I just, I just gave up. I was like, fuck it. You don't want me to do this shit. All right. And I was getting deeper in the music and getting into heavier stuff. And my mom had this miscorrelation where she's like, you've become such an angry person because you're getting into like, you know, at the time it probably would have been like napalm death and stuff like that. It had nothing to do with the music. Yeah. The music was saved my ass. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, 10 years old wanting to die. And then in November of 88, I got a cassette anthrax state of euphoria. And because my uncle would send us a big box of early Christmas presents. Is that the one with all their heads and they're swirling? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's it. And uh, I was listening to the song Be All, End All, and it had the pre-chorus when it says, nothing's ever easy when you do it yourself. All you can do is try. Life's not hard. Life's just life. Death, not suicide. And when I heard that, I was like, fuck. (laughs) 
it was like some a ray of hope. Yeah. You know? That's the nicest thing I've ever heard about anthrax. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing. It's the most positive element of anthrax music I've ever heard. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom hated them too. Because oh. remember on the B side of Stay of Euphoria was a song now it's dark and it says fuck like 25 times. <laughs> she hated that i'm like well so what by the time i was six i heard every swear no demand because of my dad <laughs> yeah and but music that was the thing that i just i latched onto. i mean i was already into it anyway but starting as i progressed more and more into heavier music it was like okay this is the thing i can focus on get through this fucking time period and once i you know get out of high school grow up get the fuck out of here and by the time i'm 19 i'm gonna come out I had made this plan when I was 12. I'm like, this is what I'm going to fucking do. And then fast forward to age 19, I couldn't fucking do it because my fucking parents were getting divorced. Oh. I understand. Okay. <laughs> I'll cut it out. <laughs> no, you should insert like a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Slide whistle. <laughs> um, I this sound effect keep going for. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, so when I was 19, like I was going to come out to my mom, but she was divorcing my dad. And I was like, fuck, I can't do this now. I'm going to look selfish. And then, you know, I just slid further and further down the drugs and alcohol rabbit hole and lost another decade of my life. And then at age 29, it was right after my 29th birthday, fucking probably a week or two all the psychological defenses and walls that I'd built in my head just fucking crumbled. And I just had this breakdown and I was like, God damn. It was like, I woke up from a coma. It was weird. I was like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, I'm fucking 29. I was supposed to fucking do that 10 years ago. What, what the fuck? What did I do? And I was just like, I got to do something now. I got to get this going. But there for a few months, I was just, I was almost catatonic. It was really fucking weird, man. Like I'd be out walking around and I just, I felt like a fucking ghost. It was strange. Hmm. And then August rolled around. It was right at the beginning of August of 06. And I was like, fuck it. This is the day I'm doing it. I'm coming out to my mom. Fuck it. I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. If I fucking, if I don't do something right now, I'm going to be dead before the end of the month. I was, it was bad. Yeah. And so I was working myself up all fucking day and I'm like, okay, I'll go over there at this time. She lived like in the same neighborhood at the time. And I'm like, okay, she'll be home by this point. She'll be home for about an hour. I'll walk over there. I'll try to get this going and try to get it out. Well, as I'm walking down there, she comes pulling up behind me. I'm like, oh, fuck. And she's like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm walking over to your house. And she's like, eh, I got stuck at work late. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so we get in the car. We ride like a block or two. And then went inside. And I'm just fucking, I am so fucking nervous now. Like my nerves have just went up 100,000%. I'm just like a fucking wreck. Not shaking and shit, but I mean, she could see it on my face. Mm -hmm. And went inside and I sat down on the couch and she's like, So what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, um uh <laughs> I was I was fucked up, man. And she's like, What the fuck's wrong with you? She's like, something's on your mind, I can tell. <laughs> I'm like, can we go to the kitchen? She's like, Okay. And we went and sat at the kitchen table and I'm sitting there going again. I did it again. Just, uh, um, fuck. And she's like, God damn it. Spit it out. So then I said, can we go to the garage? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take oh, this conversation on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon we're going out to the backyard. We don't, oh. but, I'm, but you know, I was like, I was just nervous because my whole plan has been screwed over. I'm like, what do I do? And we sat down at the table. And after about five more minutes of me doing this shit again, 
She's like, God damn it. Just fucking tell me what the fuck is on your mind. And I'm like, well, you know, you remember that thing that happened back in 89 when you and I had that, that talk. And she's like, yes, she knew exactly what the fuck I meant. And I started talking about that. And long story short, I gave her the false impression that I was a, I guess you'd call it for lack of a better term, an androgynous cross-dresser because started buying women's sneakers, women's jeans, stuff like that. I was still wearing like metal and punk shirts and shit, but she was like, I wouldn't have even known if you had told, if you hadn't told me Hmm. like, well, you know, this has been on my fucking mind. And then she's like, well, you know, you're who you are and that's, you know, okay. And I'm like, okay. But I still felt kind of fucked up. I didn't really feel reassured because I didn't really tell her everything because I was I was so nervous. Right. Then, like three weeks later, she's taking me out to my dad's house and I brought it up again. And she goes, well, you know, you were born male, honey. I don't know what to tell you. And then I said, I go, well, you know, there are surgeries to change that. (laughs) Then she got this look on her face like fucking she just got hit with a brick. And she goes, wait a minute. So you're telling me that you want to have a surgery done so that you go from a man to a woman? I said, that's exactly what I'm saying. And she's just like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can't blame her. Yeah, I mean, you never heard her. shoes and you know and all that i mean i would have felt the same way and then you know we went to the she parked at the village pantry which is where we were heading to she goes in gets some cigarettes comes back out and she gets back in the car and she's just like i gotta have time to think about this and she's like don't you say anything to your dad about this (laughs) i won't yeah no problem (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah i mean i wasn't gonna say anything to him hell i never said anything to begin with right my cousin uh was triggered by puberty also so like we were all raised in very christian conservative environments and like again like none of us had language from what we were what was happening so like and i didn't know what was going on but like when he went through puberty he like hid his period for like months when he got it he was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and he would regularly wear bathing suits under his clothes to flatten his chest and stuff and like we were all just like this is weird but like we didn't know anything that was going on we'd never heard or a concept of like we'd certainly never heard of like a child trans person like maybe we'd heard of like rupaul who's a crossdresser which isn't the same thing right so like rupaul's guts (laughs) yeah (laughs) most people do do. yeah but like and, and so like then he went through the space where he was trying to be perfect he went to like this christian college for a while and he uh got engaged and was going through this very feminine like space and then all of a sudden like he went like black on social media for like a couple of months a year then i see him pop back up haircut flannel shirt like a full deal and yeah. Then, like, eventually it comes out to me and my sister. And my sister and I are like, fucking, of course. This makes sense. All of this makes sense. You know what's funny with you guys, with you reacting like that? The people that I was friends with back in the day, when I came out to them, they said the same shit. But yeah. then they, oh, there we go. All the pieces fit now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I like, get it. That's what it was. I remember we were so fucking feminine, and like he and like like and and he, and he was the tomboy. Well, because he was the boy, and he was like, "Let's play fucking." He would be like, "Let's play dinosaurs." I'm sick of playing Barbies, and we'd be like, "No, this is fucking Barbieville. We're doing Barbies." <laughs> dinosaurs is for every gender. You're right. Dinosaurs are universally awesome. But just it's funny you mention that, because being an 80s kid, I did not give a flying fuck about Barbie. I'm like, fuck Barbie. (laughs) I want a fucking Porsche porcupine doll, goddammit. So so for me, Barbie was like not just like 
like I had bunches of Disney Barbies, but for me, like Barbie was like the Sims for me in which I would make them have elaborate dramas. <laughs> I didn't have enough. And I did. And like, I didn't have language for like lesbian or bisexuality, but I would make girl Barbies get married. Cause I only had like, I had like a shit ton of like girl Barbies, but then I had like three or two or three Ken's tops. So yeah. like, eventually you have to like like I cut the hair off one I was like they're married like and then I would have them have draw and then like and then being future polyamorous I'd make them have dramas like like where one would leave one for the other and just like create like and that was also because like I would I uh, didn't have cable so I would watch like soap operas <laughs> in the summer and like other abnormal shit it was so just like set up a whole like series for me but uh wrapping things up a bit uh did you want to talk about why you're more adamantly sort of not adamantly but more widely coming out now because you were sort of still closeted for a little bit right no oh well i didn't know until like a year or two ago (laughs) no 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 no. i've been out since um well officially since um december 1st of 08 once i went to court and uh so now really the only reason I mentioned talking about it on here, even though we kind of went off in other things. <laughs> oh, I see that. But, and uh God damn it. <laughs> and uh, but I just well the, the thing was it was like with this fucking with this fucking Supreme Court decision with Roe v. Wade and all these goddamn state laws where they're basically wanting to criminalize you know, parents that are compassionate enough and intelligent enough to raise their kids as they should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, like what you're seeing with what's what's happening in Texas, what's happening in Florida, they're trying to pass laws like that here. Um, yeah, they have a forcible transition one in Indiana, don't they? Um, or are they trying to pass one? Like that. Alabama, I think, is the worst. I think that they're trying to ban it, period, like where for adults. Alabama, Alabama, Jesus Christ! They they definitely give Texas a run for their money. That's for sure. Yeah, disgusting. And yet these fuckers, I guarantee you, they all sit around on the fourth yelling about their freedoms. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Without a, I mean, I grew up in conservative family. That absolutely does. My my mom sent me a fucking like huge fucking photo of them they had like layered red white and blue glasses they had like like big posts about the greatness of the constitution i'm like and i'm just like i'm like literally our country is falling into fashion is is fascist like at this point right like like nobody everybody i know nobody i know has rights but okay right yeah. That's the freedom, though. Like, we get fucking red, white, and blue. <laughs> God damn. Like, in Cuba, you just get one cup that lasts forever. <laughs> but, um, but I think they had tried to pass something like that, like in a state house here, and I think it got vetoed. Good. Oh, um, the, the governor's Republican, isn't he? Yeah. Um, fuck. they, the, 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 the 10 year old traveled to Indiana to get her abortion. Yeah. Fucking Mike DeWine. He sucks. Oh, right. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He's yeah. He's, he's fucking garbage. But Greg Holcomb though, I mean, he's actually for being a Republican, he's not been too bad truthfully on a lot of policies, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. So, and even around here, I mean, as much as this place sucks, we have, lgbt protections on the books so really yeah but you know i mean anything could happen and i mean with the election well i mean the midterms obviously we'll see what happens Mm. Um, i already voted in the primary we'll obviously vote on election day but with you know with, with coming up in 2024 there's such a crop of scummy fucking bastards on the right and then you have people like Cinema and Mansion who are essentially just, you know, want to be Republicans. Right. You know, a bunch of fucking dinos. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. So I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, it's kind of fucking scary, dude, because it's like, 
if somebody like because a lot of people are like, well, you know, the Republicans are kind of moving away from Trump and they're kind of going towards DeSantis. I'm like, DeSantis is a is the scariest motherfucker. Y'all should be fucking scared of DeSantis. Trump right. could Trump would lay there and do nothing. I would rather have Trump over DeSantis any day. Yeah, Trump will fuck up the party just out of spite. I mean, DeSantis is going to follow the party line. He's going to make sure everything goes through. Trump doesn't have opinions on like social issues. He doesn't have opinions on trans people. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a shit. Right. But it's just, you know, I have to admit, it fucking terrifies me because, you know, I had went for a really long time and, you know, had thought you know about death and suicide and shit. And then when the spring of 2020 rolled around, all that went away because um, I got my ID changed because it was time it expired and there was a between cards because each time it needed to be um, renewed I just did it online because each time I, it came up that date came up it would be like snowing or raining and I'm like I don't want to get on the bus and then have to walk a half mile to the fucking BMV and I'm like no I'll just do it online well the nap day it was not bad it was 40s sunny I'm like this is good and this was before the pandemic so you know you didn't have to worry about masks or any of that shit yeah. So I went out there and got it done and actually had a talk with the lady about um, uh, crap, what they call it shit, the real ID. Because I was like, when's that supposed to take effect? And she said it had been delayed. Yeah. You keep oh. doing it. And uh, then I said, well, you know, could you give me a paper? saying you know what papers i would need when it comes to getting this done if they you know implement this full stop and so she went and got a this big long pre pre-done list and pre-made list but can't talk and she took a highlighter and you know she marked everything that i needed because she went in she looked me up first and then she comes back with that and i remember one of the things she highlighted was you know like name change papers and then i thought to myself Oh, fuck. Because I had I kept those papers for like fucking Jesus, at least 10 years. Yeah. And then one was cleaning shit out. And my uh, filing system was total crap because I used to just cram papers in a drawer. And so I just threw the fuckers away because I'm like, I'm never going to fucking need these. <laughs> and then that popped up and I'm like, fuck. So I called the fucking court, the county clerk. And I'm like, uh, what do I got to do to get those again? <laughs> have to come in and you know we'll just do a copying fee and blah 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 so it's really nothing to it but then the pandemic started and there for a long time the courthouse was closed you but know? what uh what what uh what were you talking about spring 2020 and you sounded like you were starting to feel optimistic yeah because well i went and got that done mm-hmm. and i remember like i said there was a yeah because i i'm sorry i got off fucking track okay. <laughs> but my point is they so instead of uh, giving you your ID straight away, they give you this photocopied thing. And I could tell just from the photo, the black and white photocopied thing, I was like, I could tell that things had changed with how I look. I mean, I don't know what you thought, Rob, the first time that you had met me, because I mean, when I'm looking at myself every fucking day, it's hard to see any changes. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I never questioned that you're a woman. You're just, you, you, I do your woman, and I was like, I, it never occurred to me to think otherwise. Like that was just a woman in front of me. Yeah. Um, I have to go. You guys can wrap up without me. I don't know what's going on with Chung-A. Uh Something about raccoons. I don't know. Okay. Well, you better take care of that. Yeah. You better take care of her raccoon problem. Yeah, like, I'll uh, leave this open, and you guys can just sorry. <laughs> So, Laura, so yeah, but- any last uh, any last comments on um, uh, being trans, being lesbian, or being a noise artist, or all three? Well, basically, just to wrap it up, my whole point about this whole thing was um, between getting that card because when my ID arrived, and then I saw it next to my old one, mm-hmm. the difference was like night and day. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. How'd that, how'd that feel? utterly amazing That's i awesome. was this is so 
fucking awesome because it looked like I had had like some mind, some uh, mild uh, facial feminization surgery. That's what it looked like, but it was just the hormones. So yeah. I was like, fuck, this is great. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that was a, that was a big boost. And then this actually ties into the last episode. <laughs> Funnily enough, I, I was definitely going to mention this element anyway, because of that. Um, the day that I was supposed to get that thing, I was supposed to sign for the package because it was an international package, but I'd missed the dude. I was in the shower. So when I went and checked my mail in my, uh, my lockbox, there was a, you know, one of those yellow cards that says you have to go pick up a, you know, package from the post office. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'm going to call him and see if I can get it re-delivered. Cause it was like one or something. It was early enough to set something up for the next day. And I'm playing fucking phone tag forever. It's like, okay, your wait will be an hour. Ugh, your wait will be 45 minutes. So I'm like, fuck, I hate sitting on the phone. And so they were like, if you leave your um, name and number, then we'll get, we'll call you back. So I left my name, my full name, left my number. And then about an hour or so later, I get a call, pick up the phone. There's a slight pause. And it said, we received a call from, and then I heard my name coming back to me in my voice. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's what I sound like. Cause it's impossible. To, really? It's impossible to judge it when it's you hearing it because you're hearing the skull. Yeah. Right. You're not hearing. You hadn't, you, you hadn't recorded your voice. And I heard, had, your, heard your voice recorded. Oh, I did, but I was always insecure about it. I'm like, that's not oh. right. That's wrong. I thought you would have been like recording your voice for music or something like that up until then. No. Oh, I, I mean, I would do it, but I, I was never convinced. Got it. Okay. I was just like, no, it's just, that's, that's still wrong. It's still wrong. And then I'd get depressed and just, yeah. But then when I got that call, it was like, holy fuck, you know, it, it, it's actually worked. Cause the thing is, this goes back to when I was younger I would always talk more like a girl. Mm-hmm. And then when I was about, well, about 13, finally I just gave up and I would, I fucking deliberately forced myself to speak in a lower register. I mean, I was a baritone in the high really? school. Really? Yes. That's how much I forced myself. Cause I was like, fuck it. You want me to be this instead of that? that's fine, but you're going to hate the person you get out of this. Because oh. I was a miserable, hateful fucking person. I mean, I was, yeah. I didn't even like myself, you know? So, I mean, this whole thing, especially the last few years has been, it's been a hell of a change, honestly, for me mentally. I mean, I still hate the human race. <laughs> but it's just because people are such assholes. How it goes, were- Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have such a bad attitude. <laughs> so many people go out of their way to be dicks. It's like, well, how the hell yeah. can I be positive about that? That's not that's not anything to be positive about. But you know, I look at myself and I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking kill myself anymore. That's I good. mean, that's, that's a big thing. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a, it's a big I mean, thing to be able to say. Oh, yeah. definitely. It's just you know, it's just weird because it's like. I went through for such a long time where I was just like, you know, I just fucking hated myself. And I'm like, and then once I got to a point where I didn't, it was kind of funny. I remember saying to Steve a few times because he was, I'd be talking and I'm like, you know, sometimes I think I'm to the point now where I love myself to the point where it's almost being fucking conceited. And it's kind of weird. (laughs) 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 Really? fucking dot warner levels of conceited here it's, <laughs> it's like the simpsons like what's that what's the opposite of of uh of shame pride no not that far from shame, <laughs> shame. Yeah. yeah exactly all right um well cheers to that that's 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 awesome yeah, yeah I, I didn't know you were doing that well that's great to hear Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really the only thing that's got me down. It's just the current political climate. Yeah, it seems like it's getting rough out there. 
fucked because it's like, especially with trans kids, because they have made it so fucking far. And now there's all this bullshit backlash. And it's like, man, yeah. why the fuck did you just leave people alone? It's like fucking whiplash. It was just like the death rows of empire, man. Yeah, right. They're 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 say too trying to take the world with it as it crumbles. Yeah, they want to, you know, fucking reel it back to fucking 1970s, 1980. It's like, no, fuck you. You know, it's like and people would say to me, like, fucking, you know, people like people that I talk to on Facebook, like metal motherfuckers, especially. And they'd say, oh, I grew up in a different time. And it's like, bitch, you're only two years older than I am. <laughs> that's what my that's the, that's the shit that my dad says about the, the racist shit that my grandmother says. And it's like, I grew up in a fucking conservative household and I've managed to like be different. And like, at the very least, you know that saying the N-word is bad now. Like that's like, nobody does it. Yeah. I mean, also like there were, it's not like there weren't good people during those times too. And it's not like, like fucking act up was in the eighties. Like, it's not like there wasn't opportunities to learn how to be a better person then. If anything, like if you grew up in the civil rights era, then you like, that was when people were actively saying like, Hey, this is fucked up. Don't treat us like this. And so you made an active decision to be like, no, fuck these people and fuck everything they stand for. No, actually I like the people that are doing the lynchings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like the the existence of John Brown to me. Yes. uh, Means that I do not give anybody a pass for, yeah, it was just the way you grew up. Well, you grew up racist. That's not like, what the fuck else do you want? The high school piece of shit. Yeah, I went to a high school that was brimming with fucking neo-Nazis. And like, I was kind of a shitty teenager at different times, but like, I'm not now. I grew the fuck up. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you, like, I grew up in a different time. Well, you fucking grew up. From yeah. that time, didn't you? Like, yeah, right. There's, there's times past, right? <laughs> you got some, you got some opportunities there. <laughs> well, to be fair though, you talking about being a teenager and just exhibiting shitty behavior. I mean, when I was growing up, I remember I was such a fucking misogynist. Mm. I mean, I would say the most fucked up shit because I looked at it as, okay, I have to hide who I am. I right. got one of the boys, and that meant being a fucking misogynist, but. A lot of them were also racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic. And that was none of that shit I was down with. And I always told people too, because like, okay, I remember being fucking seven years old and this was my first experience with racism amongst my peers. And me and this kid, Garrett, we were sitting at the lunch table and at my school that I went to at the time, they had all grades out for lunch and recess at the same time. It wasn't like some schools where they staggered it depending on age. And I remember there was this black chick walking through and she had to be sixth grade. And he looks over at me and says, Hey, that girl has a big butt. But he said, he said at a conversational volume, but he whispered the word, butt." I looked at him and I, I said, what the fuck is that? that name i said she's a black chick and so what she has a big butt but also why are you saying you're whispering that word but the word you shouldn't be saying at all you're saying out loud yeah so american it's so american (laughs) talk about something that's that's disgusting man talking about butts talk about you know talk about chopping you know like killing people in mass genocide dude that's fine but Cooler with like, the butt what talk. Wrong with you, even, even at that age, no one had to fucking tell me that it was wrong. I just knew inherently that it was fucking wrong. Yeah, and yeah. that's what irritates me when I hear people talking about, you know, bringing us back to trans kids, and they talk about, well, oh, they're being groomed. No one was fucking grooming me. I got all kinds of pushback, and also, when you want to talk about grooming, fucking. <laughs> even though it had nothing to do with anything sexual. I mean, my parents were always saying racist shit, homophobic shit, all this shit. My whole family was like, is like this. Yeah. That's my younger brother. He's the only fucking one that's not because he's younger. You know, well, he's like in his thirties, you know, he's 10 years younger than me, but, but you see what I'm saying? I yeah. grew up 
all this shit. And it's like, I was always like, no, I want to be against what the fuck you're doing. Cause what you're doing is fucking wrong. And I would tell my fucking family this, even to this day. Cause I remember one time I was with my mom and my aunt and they were talking all this racist shit. And I, and I got pissed off and I said, man, what the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck do you guys keep talking like this? You know, fucking, I've heard this crap my whole life. Why don't you guys fucking stop it? And my mom goes, she says, well, this is how we were raised. <laughs> mom, I heard all kinds of racist shit from you guys too. And I'm not fucking racist. So did That's you ever- That's such a stop? weird excuse, man. Did you? And I said, did you ever fucking stop and think that, well, perhaps you should think for your fucking self? Yeah. I never answer. <laughs> I feel like none of us were, are how we were raised. Yeah, right. here. <laughs> yeah. What no. kind of fucking nerd do you have to be to like grow up the way you were raised? Like, yeah, okay. just like no, no <laughs> personal development at all, and just be like, well, it's just how I was raised. I mean, I do see people like that from my old yeah. high school sometimes out in Clifton Heights. It's just like it's weird. It's just like oh, they just became. It's like it's like they just become the town somehow. Like, yeah, I think I think a lot of Peter Pan shit. Yeah. <laughs> leaving your hometown helps a lot yeah i mean i didn't go far but at least i got out of the, the, the suburb i grew up in you got you, you you got into the shit that's true that's that says yeah. something yeah um but yeah i guess uh wrap it up there any final words laura uh okay i am gonna fucking say one thing because i was wanting to say this <laughs> god damn it because Brandon, I forgot that his name was Brandon. Okay. And <laughs> say this the last time, but it just slipped out of my head. I have to ask you, Brandon. Yeah. As a man named Brandon, yep. does it annoy the fuck out of you with the entire let's go Brandon phenomenon, no matter what your political leaning may be? You know what? Um, it doesn't bother me really um, because personally I have no attachment to my name. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a colonial name. It's a colonial name and I don't give a shit about it. Um, and like, and anybody who like tries to goad me into that, like I can guarantee that I hate, I hate Biden more and for better reasons than any, every single person who tries to get me into it. So it's, it's so uh, it's, it becomes easy to like kind of not get emotional about because yeah. it, it becomes it gets kind of sad like yeah like that's your that like who do you think you're talking to man like yeah. for I me saw- like uh because i mean <laughs> i only voted for joe biden because well i'd rather do that than you know fucking cheeto fascists over here so- yeah, I, I bought a gun when joe biden got elected that's not gonna bother me yeah this this weird like couched uh insults about this dude you can't even use his name it's not even his name it drives me nuts i because if i have a problem with somebody i'm gonna look him straight now and like hey man you know what fuck you i'm not gonna go Eggs, and then walk away giggling like an idiot i know and you're like like yeah you touch your nose like yeah they get it they get it over there Oh. Yeah, my yeah, like my cowardice oh, is a joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Ridiculous. So cowardly. I I saw a truck and it had "Let's Go Brandon" and "Fuck Joe Biden," and I'm like, choose one. You can't do both. Yeah, like, let's go fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, speaking of names, somebody said that like the next like millennial name is gonna be because like Karen is like what the Gen X boomer like fuck. They said for sure that Jennifer will be the millennial version. Like nobody's naming their kids Jennifer anymore, so it's becoming like this dated like time period really? name. So like yeah, so like Jennifer is for sure gonna be like the crazy white millennial awful lady like of the. Future. I thought it was. I thought I I I would put my money on something a little bit more like flashy like miley or some shit mm. or like beth like yeah um like i don't know i can't think of examples but but, but jennifer seems like it would have been of that karen era karen era yeah it's a little 
I mean, I think it was still one of the most common names in 88, but I don't know. It's it's definitely, I can see it becoming a placeholder for Karen. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to end this. Um,